chat and with me as always is our co-host mjc how's it going it's been a while it feels like it's been we, we took the extra week for the trade deadline it wasn't worth it for the bulls but it was at least worth it for the nba stories yeah to see what the competition around us is putting together some would even say to counter us no no moves at all the bulls. i even expected what is today sunday morning super bowl sunday I was expecting at least picking up one of the buyout players. Yeah, we, we have some buyout stuff to talk about because there's a few players that are potentially going to be bought out within the next like week or two. So we'll, we'll, we'll figure that out, but we, we might as well start with the Bulls record, which I believe you have the record from the last time we recorded. Yeah, so um, since the last time we recorded, the Bulls are 6-5. and five. They remain, well not remain, they were first in the last time we talked, but now they're second in the East. After a pretty, it, it was six and five, but it's still a pretty stretch, if you ask me. Um, the dudes just, we aren't healthy. I have to make that excuse, but golly, like, no one has been, I mean, I can't say no one with DeRozan, Levine, Mowgli, Io looks pretty damn good. The team just is very incomplete right now because of injuries. Yeah, uh, right now, I mean, they, they, they basically had a, forced Derek Jones Jr. to come come out of uh, injury, and he wasn't ready. You can see in the last game, his his hand's still not where it should be. They're lacking depth. Like, uh, Green was back for, like, a minute or two, right? Like, he came back mm-hmm. for, like, two games, and then he's back out. Crusoe's out for a month. I think last time we recorded was after the Bucks game, and we didn't think it was too bad. And I think on that podcast, I was, like, kind of being like, yeah, it was a hard foul, but shit yeah. happens. And then the next day, Crusoe... <laughs> His wrist was broken from that play, <laughs> and it's like, ah, shit, that was a bad play. Fuck that guy in the Bucks. Even after Jason Allen, I can't believe no suspension or anything. Yeah, I, this is a really rough foul. So, like, Caruso's out four to six weeks. Ball is out four to six weeks. We're, we're a month in now, so so we'll we'll see what what's gonna happen in the next like two three weeks. Could have everyone yeah. back. Hearing rumors of Patrick Williams coming back. Um, pretty much the gang will be back together in theory mid March. But potentially, yeah. Yeah. To me, I know with Lonzo's injury, I had assumed he's still gonna time. I don't know. When we what we heard was that Patrick Williams wasn't coming back. So like coming back pretty much a month or two before playoffs is interesting to me. I'm curious to see how ready he would be and like that. It doesn't work often. Like we've seen it time and time again when you have a, a starter who's injured for most of the season and they come back just in time for the playoffs it usually hurts the team because they yeah. just can't get into a rhythm and everyone's just out of whack. So I'm curious if they're open to it though, because the bulls have been so incomplete season that maybe they feel like we don't even have the chemistry that we could have because we had in full strength. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it that rarely goes well bringing in, especially the player was predicted to be out for the season prop um, coming back early it's always hopeful but to me you always gotta be concerned of his right call yeah the the only good thing is like patrick williams like this was his like this was supposed to be his big year but i feel like because it's only his second year that if they want to bring him back slowly they could they don't need to just insert him into the starting rotation like he's he's not like a uh a starter that has been doing it for years that there's no reason to put them on the bench, that he's perfectly capable of coming off the bench for a little bit and working his way back into the rotation because of his injury. Yeah. And that's going to be a little more matchup specific too. 
mm-hmm. if we just kind of wanted him to be a lockdown against certain players in the playoffs, that could be that could be real good. Yeah, and right now uh, we'll talk about it in, in like probably like 10, 15 minutes about the trade deadline. The East made a ton of moves, but I don't know if they any moves were made that like cements anyone in the East as the top contender. So the East, I feel like, is still wide open. I'm most impressed by the Nets. One, you guys should know by now, big big Ben Simmons fan. It seems like they kind of they didn't make moves specifically to go against the Sixers or the Bulls. Like they seem like they're still kind of focused on the Bucks. They lost by a, a tip of a toe. Um, last playoffs and so now they've gotten Ben Simmons to kind of be on his art and take over defending against him and put Kevin Durant in more of a Chris Middleton role that's how I see it at least that seems very hard to stop it's much more threatening than when Harden was there which for the same reason is why I'm not very threatened by the Sixers um, Joel and B, we have proven we don't really have anything to stop Joel Embiid, but shit, Harden about to take the ball away from him 60% of the time now. Mm-hmm. And we've done a pretty good job of defending Harden. Yeah, that, and also the Sixers gave away, like, most of their team. Yeah, Seth Curry. Like, that's another thing. Like, the Nets got Seth Curry. Joe Harris is still there. And Patty Mills is looking like the best shooter he's ever been in his career right now. It's The Nets are an extremely tough team that... I don't know how we match up with now, but the Sixers, I'm I'm not concerned. I was concerned, and now I'm like, eh, we could be these dudes. Especially because, like, I think we've talked about it before. I don't really like Harden as a player. Like, he's super talented, but he seems like he if he if he's just not feeling it, he just doesn't give a shit. Like, yeah. there, there's his, not much effort that he's willing to put in if he's like bored. His hamstring always seems to hurt when he's not happy. Yeah. <laughs> Like uh, if it rains and your knee aches, uh, that's just Harden's <laughs> happiness with his his hamstring. He's got yeah, <laughs> that's a little funny. Yeah, but, uh, but like, yeah, who else made big trades? They were real. Those were the two teams in the East that made big trades, right? I guess the Wizards got Porzingis. Yeah, but they got rid of everybody. They got rid of Denver, and I don't know. I guess Suze was balling, but yeah, and they got rid of uh, Harrell. But the Ooh, thing which with, is nasty for the Hornets, honestly. They needed a Montrez, bro. I want to go back to the Nets for a second. Uh, do you think the decision to get Simmons isn't necessarily a decision to win a championship this year? It's insurance policy when they break up with Kyrie in a year or two? I do agree with that as well. Okay. Because that's how I saw the whole trade. Oh, next year for sure. Like, I mean, you know, I'm not in a room, but you ask me, Kyrie gone next year. Yeah, Kyrie, Kyrie's gone, and like w- one thing I get frustrated with Kyrie is like the whole vaccine stuff, whatever. At this point, but like when Kyrie said he just treats the game like a nine to five job, and people were giving him shit for that, I was just like, "Fuck you!" Like he can treat this whatever way he wants. Basketball I mean, it, does not have to be his entire life. He just happens yeah, to be really fucking. Yeah, he just happens to be really fucking good at it. Does not mean he needs to <laughs> like treat this like every waking moment of his life if he wants to punch in punch out he can do that because he's that damn good this is oddly enough i connect kyrie irving more so to flat earth than i do like complete basketball identity i felt like the past three years or so he hadn't even really wanted to be a basketball player it's just he's good at it he loves the game and it makes money 
Yeah, but I don't think he loves the game so much that he's willing to put himself through any more bullshit. Yeah. Like, he can walk at any... Like, if Kyrie tomorrow announced he retired, I wouldn't be shocked. Like, he's, I, I he's thought like, he was going to retire this year. Yeah. And that's why I think Ben Simmons had to be brought in, because they're like, okay, we need a point guard, but we don't want a point guard that's going to need the ball all the time just yet. You know, mm-hmm. like, let's see if uh, Kyrie's clutch gene and... Durant's scoring ability can rub off just a little bit on Ben Simmons before we break up with Kyrie Irving. They and too bad to trade the line passed already. They should have traded Kyrie before the deadline. I don't think anyone would want to what would would have wanted Kyrie. So I think they they realized that. I'm sure they shopped Kyrie around, but at a certain point, there there probably wasn't a, too many people willing to give up stuff. I mean, look at how much they had a. Uh, a I mean, just look at the Sixers. They traded. I think the Sixers got robbed, honestly. They did. They gave away all of this talent, and then they get James Harden, who at the end of the year could be like, actually, this team sucks too. I don't like my teammates. To where I, I saw someone tweet a couple days ago, James Harden is going to have the hardest time finding a teammate to induct him into the Hall of Fame. Like, that is true. This dude abandons <laughs> his teammates. as Daryl Moore is going to be the one. Yeah, that would be the only Fame. option. Because uh, like he's the only one who likes Harden necessarily to play with or like as a teammate. I'm sure Harden's fine as a dude, but like if you're a teammate of him, you know if he's not happy, he's gonna be like, "Up, oh, my hamstrings acting up," and then it's just over. So I I do know that Harden and MB want to be together, quote unquote. But when you really think about those personalities, do you think those that they'll fit? Like, say they hit a hardship, and Joel and B just can't. Neither one of them really holds their tongue. When they think their teammates aren't doing too hot, so he, yeah, he threw his damn he threw Ben Simmons out into the gutter and into New Jersey or in Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, like they're not gonna get well enough, especially when Harden starts to like dick around and do you mm-hmm. know Harden shit, uh, which is you know hanging out at random strip clubs instead of like worrying <laughs> about the game. That's probably gonna bother Embiid. I mean, Embiid is very emotional. Re, you know reactions to to yeah. everything that happens so we've we've seen him uh we've seen him cry we've seen him throw a teammate like under the bus and yeah he and i'm a to fan and i'm i'm honestly an mb fan i am too but i'm not i'm not giving like him shit for it tia. yeah he's he's got a good twitter account uh he, he's he's a fantastic player and it, there's nothing wrong with being in, like an emotional player you know, yeah. like you need that. It's just that doesn't always gel well with other people. It didn't gel with Ben Simmons, who seemed to also, you know, take things very personal. That's probably not going to be great with Harden because Harden, if he and especially Harden can just walk away at the end of the year anyways. So, yeah. And I, I personally think if it comes down to it, like if they don't win a championship this year and if Harden and MB don't look like Shaq and Kobe. I personally think the Sixers will pick Harden over Embiid and maybe finally move on from Embiid, too. Well, I would think Embiid would probably demand a trade at that point. He would probably be like, hey, this has not worked at all. You guys have brought in bad players for me to work in. The one time we had like a team structured to win, you traded everyone. <laughs> and then you brought in Tobias Harris. who is Tobias Harris. Know. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah and then and then they basically threw out the entire team this year for for james harden and paul Millsap, who we'll talk about later is potentially going to get bought out so 
they they literally gave away their team. And it's like the first round pick for 2022 and then a first round pick in 2027 uh, went to, to Brooklyn. So like their future is kind of. It makes no sense. Yeah. Like you gave up your number one overall pick from like very recently. What is it like four years ago? Mm-hmm. And then you give up draft picks. You give up Steph Curry's brother, who, in terms of efficiency, is the better shooter. Mm-hmm. And you give up fucking Andre Drummond. Who like, we didn't really like anyways, but was still, they got along enough this season. Yeah. It it was a lot. <laughs> like, I know they are very high on Tyrese Maxey, and I'm proud of them for not giving him up. As well as Matisse Tybull. Like, I really like him, too. But god damn, after all they did give up, you're telling me there was no way you were going to find a, another Maxi or Matisse Thibault in that draft pick or by getting another draft pick by trading Drummond somewhere. I don't know. Harden just don't seem worth what they traded away. No, especially for someone who could just walk out at the end of the year. I know there's a. it's unlikely he will because he's, you know, good. He's good with the GM. <laughs> He he won't walk away when he has the chance. He'll just wait to resign and be unhappy and then bitch about it. Yeah, exactly. He'll he'll pull out the suit that he puts on that makes him look bigger than he actually is. <laughs> yeah, the, the fat suit from here. Yeah. Because, <laughs> uh, like, I swear, he, he definitely wears layers when he's unhappy. Uh-huh. Like, it, it's actually quite that, brilliant. That hamstring starts to hurt, and suddenly he gets a few pounds. He gets cold, and he's just like, I need to put on, like, three hoodies. And then puts on three hoodies, and he's like, all right, cool. Uh, other trades. Uh, Indiana uh, have basically uh, been renamed the Sacramento, the Indiana Kings uh, at this point. Cause I love Tyrese Halliburton. I do, too. Like, they, I don't know. They traded everything uh, <laughs> this past week. I thought we were going to get Miles Turner too. Like I had, I had beliefs that we would possibly get Miles because they clearly didn't mind making trades to people in the division, giving Karis Levert to the Cavs. That but. that I I don't I was kind of upset based on all the trades that we saw happened, where a lot of players were going for very little. Mm-hmm. So when I saw what the Keens traded with the Pacers, you know Halliburton, Heed Thompson. All are traded for Sabonis, which is only a value player in this trade, uh, Lamb and Holiday, and then a second round pick. I'm like, man, tell me the Bulls couldn't have gotten one of those Kings players for very little. That would have been helpful. Um, and then they also, tra- <laughs> the Kings traded Bagley. Yeah, uh, who was another person that I really wanted. Like, it just, it seemed like he fit. Yeah, uh, that was a four, four team trade. So Milwaukee got Serge Ibaka, which scares the shit out of me. And two first, uh, future second round picks. Uh, I'm lukewarm on Serge Ibaka as a He's, backup to Giannis. Yeah, to Giannis and, and Bobby. Yeah, yeah, so like it's that, a good pickup. Yeah, you're right. If he was starting, I would be like, mm, that's a little iffy. But like, if you're talking about him coming off the bench, yeah, he wait. basically um took over that. Who's dude that went to the Heat? PJ Tucker, bro. Yeah. Especially because Giannis plays basically forty eight minutes anyways, so you're you're literally you tell Serge Ibaka like, "Hey, we need ten minutes a game from you, yeah, high level come. ten minutes from you a game." He's gonna give them that always too. Yeah, yeah, they're they're a tough team, especially physicality and defense. Yeah, and what it? 
It would have been really nice to see the Bulls get more physical at the deadline because I think that's where we are lacking. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of something, the Bulls, there's a trade that happened between the Raptors and the Spurs that uh, was the Raptors got Thaddeus Young and uh, Drew oh, yeah, Eubanks and a uh, second round pick, and they traded him for uh, Goran Dragic. So the rumors are Dragic is being courted potentially by the Bulls because uh, San Antonio might be cutting him. And then Thaddeus Young would not have been able to sign with the Bulls. Had he not been traded. Yes, and now he's been traded, and there's talks that he might get bought out. So the Bulls would be looking at either Thaddeus Young or Dragic on top of other plays we'll talk about. Uh, So that is interesting for the Bulls' perspective, because that's one of those trades. You look at it on paper, you're like, okay, this doesn't really help either team. But they're only doing it because it's like a future first-round pick was involved and second-round picks were involved. So it was just to move money around. And (laughs) the Bulls could... I, I think I would prefer if they went for Yun over Dragic, but I would be fine with I, either one joining the team. If we had, if we, I, I would want Dragic if we had signed or traded for a big at the deadline, just because we do need some guard depth. And I felt like to get anything of quality, we probably had to see Kobe go, which we've always been torn on. Mm-hmm. I don't, I still don't want to see Kobe go, but I knew any scenario that we got, a worthwhile additional big would probably lose us Kobe. So Dragic would be nice there, but since we didn't, hell yeah, give me Thaddeus Young. Yeah, he's cool with the dudes here already and everything. Yep, and and he's six eight. Like basically, right now we're just looking at height for mm-hmm. for the bull sign. Dragic would make sense if you know for sure Patrick Williams is going to be back in the middle of March. True. Like that's one. Like if they go after him, then it means like okay, Patrick Williams is healthy because. There's no other reason to sign him, but then you cut Matt Thomas for the love of God, please. <laughs> Matt, <laughs> like I, I agree, he's probably the most expendable. But he been he been hitting the shots lately. No, oh, you're not watching <laughs> enough of the game, man. Because like, <laughs> oh my God, I anytime like he has the ball and the team, the opponents are just like dribble it, and then he tries, and it's just like oh turnover, cool. <laughs> His brain instantly goes to like oh, that was enough, and he shoots, yeah. passes, or turns the ball over. I don't want to see someone that plays basketball like me playing. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I I can shoot, but if you tell me to put the ball on the court, I'm gonna be like, oh no, and then it's over. I can't. That's fair. Like I, I can understand. It that. hurts when I see him just like take the ball up the court. I can't. I yeah. can't. Yeah, Dragic would be fine there. Like yeah. to replace it. I've never been a big Dragic fan. I, I haven't either, honesty. but he's at least more consistent and can put the ball on the, the court when needed. But yeah. it's being le- it's less and less needed based on how Io's been playing. Like Yeah. Io looks man, dude should get rookie of the year, quite honestly. I I can't think of any other rookies that have been going the fuck <sighs> off this year. Yeah, no, no one's been going off, but people are just like ready to give it to just you know, the people they expected to give it to at the beginning of the season. Yeah, which isn't fair. Io has, he's taken on every single role he was given and done it well. And he has made himself a quality piece of this team in a starter capacity even. Like, I saw somebody in um, a Bulls community ask, like, does the team operate better with um, Lonzo Ball or with Io? And people were upset with him, like, bro, why are you trying to start all this controversy against the, each other? And I was like, nah, I get his question. Like, 
That's I like I like our team better with Lonzo in the starting lineup just because dude's IQ is like stupid high. He's yeah. a vet right now. But it, it it the team does seem to flow a bit better with Io there, and it's probably just because they don't feel required to let him eat. Like Lonzo got to get his shots. Well, it, it, you play a different game when you have Lonzo and Io. If you're playing with Lonzo, it's more methodical. It's like mm-hmm. more. There's more strategy and thinking. And then when you're playing with Io, it's all pure like adrenaline. <laughs> yeah, and exactly. A lot of the bench players thrive off that kobe white is really good when the game's like in a hustle and you just need him to throw up shots Derek Jones jr obviously perfect for someone who wants to just run the court yeah exactly but when you're playing with with ball he's he's a he's a general like he he's gonna be taking his time and finding the perfect spots Mm -hmm. io is just gonna run the ball up the court and do it really well it leads to turnover sometimes but for the most part, it leads to a really entertaining game. Yeah, exactly. They run. And that's kind of what I was hoping to see more with Lonzo here was, and we saw it in preseason, when we ran the court and were, I guess you could say, running running the Bulls. That that was very fun to watch. I thought that's what we were going to see all season. But then we, we slowed down and start doing a lot more half-court offense, start running through DeRozan a lot, which has worked. And I'm very happy to see DeRozan do it. But those half court sets probably better for defense if we're being honest. Well, but we need to get points where you get them. We we don't want the the Lob City Clippers. You know that can only yeah, get you so far. I don't far. want that. Yeah, and it, we could totally if the Bulls wanted to turn that on and be like, yeah, we're only going to be flashy. Ball can easily do that, but defensively, it just works to slow the game down. Especially when you have DeRozan who just loves to just isolate and then just challenge anyone to block his mid-range shot yeah exactly give him that little shoulder back shoulder into the spin fadeaway yep yep uh other so other trades uh, how do you feel do you think indiana is better or worse i think they're better but not right now yeah like they're not going to be an issue for the Bulls yeah. this season they they should like they were getting didn't they beat us a couple times or make things tough for it, us? Uh, it was earlier? the it was the COVID game, like when there was only yeah. like eight bulls. I think is the game that they like kind of. Mer- oh, it was off the back to back where like the bulls like, uh, yeah. had half their team and then they had to do a back to back. And we went hard on the Knicks, mm-hmm. and then got clapped by the Pacers. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I don't think they're an issue. I I do think they'll be an issue going forward if they do it properly. But I don't know. They're the Pacers. When when do they do it properly? Yeah, right now they're they're thir- the thirteenth seed, so they're they're probably not going to make a run at it. I mean, they could probably get into like, the play in, but like second to last in the division, is yeah. it? Or in the conference? Yeah, it's yeah, it's a Pistons magic. Uh, so so I don't think we have to worry too much about that. Cleveland did get better. Cleveland's uh, interesting because I'm still fascinated that these motherfuckers are winning games. I know. They're the third seed in the NBA right now, and now they have Levert. Yeah. And Levert put up 20 on us in the first quarter in his last Pacers game they played against us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, Levert is is really fucking good, and the Cavs are playing really well. Um, I don't understand it. I really don't. I Maybe I need to watch more Cav games. It's the, it's the Laurie effect, you know? It's, <laughs> it's the Laurie effect. It's, it's Kevin Love. 
Yeah. Woods <laughs> Kevin Love basically being like, haha, I've actually been decent this entire time. I've just been <laughs> holding yeah, let me see the fourth down. I mean uh <laughs> Kevin Love last game, two points, two rebounds, two assists. <laughs> exactly, exactly. He's, he's just uh stealthy. Oh, Lowry's out. Yeah, Lowry's, Lowry's out. out right now. Uh, like with an ankle injury, so yeah. but he's averaging like thirteen, but he's definitely not the the thing that's changed this team over, and we definitely know it's not Kevin Love. It's uh, probably Evan Mobley and Darius Garland. Garland getting to yeah. run the offense with um Sexton out, and then Allen uh is also doing pretty well. Uh, so the Cavs are really good. I don't know in a in a series if the Cavs can beat any of the major contenders but honestly I, I worry about the Bulls in a series can go against any of the major contenders cuz something we kind of brushed over but like the Bulls can't beat good teams uh it mm-hmm. seems and that's what was frustrating healthy. yeah but that's also what was just so frustrating to me at the deadline is like I get it we have consistently been a top 3 team in the east all year and first place a large part of it but for our tourists to say that he likes where our team is at um and he thought we looked good when we were healthy doesn't really sit that great with me mm-hmm. because we still have not beaten the 76ers this season we're one and one against the nets and both of those teams went and made significant moves to get better so i don't like even if we we're top in the conference. We weren't beating those teams. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I would like to see us have made a move to be better against those teams. Tell me they couldn't trade a second for bowl bowl. Cause he got yes. for a second. Like, come on. Yeah, exactly. Like there were players that were available and we just didn't move on them. Like, um, like if you look at, um, uh, Montreal's uh, Harold, uh, the Hornets trade uh, with the the Wizards, they, they didn't really give up much for him. It was Ish Smith and Kerry uh, Jr. for for Harold. Yeah, that that could have been something. Obviously, they couldn't get a. I, I wouldn't want uh, Porzingis or something, but they, you know, <laughs> they didn't really trade much. Uh, you know, for nah. I, 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 Dinwiddie's good, but like. Would have uh, been pretty nice to see Dinwiddie come back to the Bulls too. Like that would have been a. <laughs> This Solid addition. Houston traded Dennis uh, or, or uh, Theus. They traded Daniel yeah, Theus De- to uh, Boston for Schroeder and his freedom. Like, <laughs> I don't know who freedom is. And didn't he get cut after uh, they traded for him? They, he was one of the buyouts. Uh, that's uh, Enos Cantor. What was his name? Enos got bought out too. I thought I could have sworn freedom got bought out too. Well, that's the same person. <laughs> Oh, oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot he did that. Okay, yeah, that makes a lot more what, sense. All right, you're telling me <laughs> that trade is something the Bulls couldn't like maybe throw their hat into? It, it would make sense to me. We have we have a pretty. I don't know. I think Matt Thomas fits in that trade somewhere. Um, and like the trade exception that I think they still have, and maybe a pick, like yeah. something. Or Tony Bradley, because I'm kind of. I was with thinking Tony Bradley. Tony Bradley. I'm. I. I still am a Tony Bradley believer, but he. It's not because of anything he's done on the court. He hasn't. Um, it's really the potential that's there. 
yeah he just uh, but there's only so long you can wait for potential for a bench person before you're just like all right let's move on and get an established person yeah and it's not like he's necessarily a new player he's been in the league for a few years now and made his rounds yeah because if you look at like some of the 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 trades that happen there's a lot of trades that you you see teams did that you're like the the Bulls couldn't have found a way to get in this four-way deal with the Bucks, Kings, Clippers, and Pistons and pulled one of these people. Yeah, it like pretty much everybody in our division made a trade. Not pretty much everybody in our division made a trade <laughs> except yeah. us. But but luckily they only improved marginally. But the Bulls right now, as the number two seed, a marginal improvement is gigantic. Like the Pistons are doo doo. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but I do think they got better. I think, I don't know. I just, the teams that we have to play against the most, Got stacking the most, yeah, that, that's just irritating. But I don't think it's problematic. The The Bucks in, improved and the Cavs improved. Like yeah. uh, did <laughs> The three and the four seed. Yeah. Which, shout out to the, um, to the Central Division, two, three, four, right here. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, um, other moves uh, we didn't talk about because it doesn't really affect the Bulls, but, you know, Portland had Portland. their fire sale. Mm-hmm. Uh, C.J. McCollum is now on the Pelicans uh, with Tony Snell and Nance Jr. Um, I'm pretty surprised Dame didn't get traded. I, I don't know if – well, he's injured right now, and I don't know if they're – well, I from rumors were, like, the Sixers were asking about Dame before they were asking about Harden. Uh. And it just didn't connect – enough or baby dame isn't going to be back this season that's what why they went Harden. which honestly i'm sure if you tell Embiid, even though if he likes Harden, be like all right dame we can get rid of ben simmons who we don't have playing <laughs> and we can get dame lillard back who won't be playing this year what's the problem with that would, it makes no difference I would, to i would definitely take dame yeah it's just like, okay. shit, you know, Dame going to be hungry. He'll Dame be somebody that I wouldn't worry about coming back in the playoffs. He's going to be ready. Yeah, but but like it literally wouldn't have made a difference. So it must have been Portland yeah, yeah. that was just like, nah, we don't want Ben Simmons. But it's just like, why wouldn't you want Ben Simmons? <sighs> Man, Zach Levine better resign. I tell you what, <laughs> if we if we could have traded him for Ben Simmons and he leaves, I'd be salty. Especially like if if you're Portland. And you're like, oh, if you're really worried that Ben Simmons doesn't have the clutch gene or a shooting gene, you're fucking Portland. You're not going to be in the playoff contention <laughs> enough to care that Ben Simmons might not be able to, like, do a layup in the conference finals. Because you won't see the conference finals for a couple years. These dudes let LaMarcus Aldridge carry them for, like, a decade as if he was Dame Lillard or something. Like, they'd be fine with Ben Simmons. Yeah, they would be okay. If they could figure it out. <laughs> yeah. They, they would they they would have no issue doing that. So they they they, they yeah. did the CJ uh, McCollum trade, and then they did a couple other smaller trades, I believe. Uh, yeah, they sent they, Nance somewhere. We had, well, Nance uh, they was got in Winston or Winslow, Kel, not Kellen Winslow, uh, James, Justice Winslow. They got him. Yeah, and then uh, they got Joe Ingles, who I believe is injured. Injured uh, for the season. Yeah. Yep. So so Utah got a body. That's not injured, which is kind of sad to see him leave Jazz because he, yeah. he, he was pretty happy there. Uh, Portland's but, playing for next year. You're right. Mm-hmm. They're not They're not here for this year. Yeah. So D- I, Denver, too. I think Denver t- just like, yeah, we'll, we'll run it back next year. We, we, the, I, injuries hit them enough that they're just like, whatever. But it's just funny, though. It's like the, the West is usually the like 
when I look at the Western Conference, like the Suns kind of have no one to really worry about outside of the Warriors. Like the, I, I yeah. believe the Grizzlies are for real, but I don't think they're quite ready to make that leap. In uh, a seven-game series, just because I still think Devin Booker isn't that great, I think he's very talented. But I'm taking Ja Morant in the seven-game series over Devin. Yeah, especially if Ja Morant banes up Chris Paul a little bit because it's hard for him to go like a full series without, you know, getting hurt. I mean, he, you know, he's getting older. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, you know, the Lakers are just hoping to make the playoffs this year. So, like, the West seems super wide open. The East almost seems wide open, though I think Milwaukee is just that team that's just going to – doesn't matter where they place, they're going to be making a conference finals. Unless they run into us before then. But I don't know. I don't 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 know how we match up with the Bucks right now. I, there hasn't been enough, but just because they have Giannis and there is no answer. Though, if you watch the last game, uh, Vooch seems very mobile. Like, more mobile than I've seen him this entire <laughs> season, which has been his, weird. His feet are thawing out. I guess so. Like he, he definitely seems to be like way more active, which is good to see. But, that is fair. He's He was playing in Orlando for forever. Maybe the Chicago fall, winter weather was just getting to him. Maybe he had that seasonal depression. He had a fire yesterday, but it was against OKC. So maybe he just realized <laughs> he can bully OKC. And Billy Donovan just told him, like, hey, I got this insider information. Tear their shit up. <laughs> he just slipped him a 20 <laughs> and, like, fuck him up, please. Like, okay, cool. Uh, so. How do you feel about the Celtics? I don't know what they're where, where they even fit. Yeah, but they're technically the hottest team in the league right now but they had the most movement in which should disrupt them a little bit i I know they're nine and one in their last 10 they're the seventh seed but i don't think they're gonna move up too much yeah that's valid do you think bobo's gonna play this year no i don't think he's ever gonna really play ever ever (laughs) yeah yeah i believe that he's gonna be in china and tearing it up and i don't mean that as like some insult like people like to say like people go to china because they can't make yeah. it in NBA. It's just, I don't think any NBA teams really want to give him a, a good enough chance. So he, he's just going to tear it up in China. It's like that Isaiah Austin dude who he couldn't play in the NBA because he had like an eye issue or something that they said he didn't like it. it they wouldn't allow him based on health and they, yeah. or his heart, heart or eye, either way. But then he went to China and he's like one of the best ballers ever. Yeah. <laughs> just staying healthy. Yeah. And I think that's where, where Ball Ball is going to end up, where it's just going to be like, He's not going to get a chance because I don't think any team sees him as like a starter at any point because of his you know size and can like not his conditioning because he, he's in shape but just the way he's like built. Yeah, <laughs> they don't see him starter. Understand it. Uh, and <sighs> it. I don't know. He would have to go to a, a garbage team to be able to get a chance to really go for it. And fortunately, he was on Denver, who had Jokic, and then yeah. now he's maybe he'll have a chance in Boston because they I'll... don't really have competition for him or too much competition for him. I was really hoping he ended up with the Pistons when that trade happened. I know division team and all, but he would have had a shot. They would have never traded for Marvin Bagley. They would have just no. kept Bobo there and figured it out. Yeah, they wanted him, but he was injured, but he was able to be traded to Boston. So I guess Boston was just like, yeah, we'll take him with a bad foot. Yeah, I don't know. Right, dude's not getting, from an NBA perspective, dude's not getting paid a lot of money. So mm-hmm. I don't really see what bringing him onto your team hurts yeah i did get joy that the knicks just didn't really seem to be able to do anything i was hoping that 
they realized that they suck and released Derek Rose or traded him back to us. Oh man, but a, obviously a, a Rose and IO bench would be just <laughs> so good, right? <laughs> I was so hopeful, man. I was like, maybe, maybe Tibbs will do us this favor, and nah. Uh, part of me is just like, okay, what areas, what parts of Chicago are they from? Would this be an issue with friends and family? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's all good. Okay, I good. Think, <laughs> I, I think they would be, man, Derrick Rose would be a, such a good mentor for him and everything. Like having Derrick Rose and DeRozan, who seem to be very similar personalities in terms of mentorship on the court and mm-hmm. shit. Oh, man, that would be so good. I just want like Rose and Iowa to hang out in the summer if they can't be teammates. Yeah, me too. Even if they're wearing separate jerseys, like Derrick Rose is the only Knicks jersey I've ever considered having. Yeah, never. I know. I've trust me. I'm never buying that shit. Okay, good, but, good. But still, I've considered it back when um he first went to the Knicks, though. Not mm-hmm. now. I'm over it now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but but like I I don't think the. Like the Hawks are now. I think last time we talked, the Hawks were like almost last in the division or in the conference, and now they're the tenth yeah. seed. But like the Nets dropped down to eight. Like weren't they? Weren't they? They're won? on an eleven game losing streak. Yeah. Eleven fucking games. Yeah. dude. I think last time we <laughs> talked, they had just taken number one from the Bulls. And then... how do, like, how do you lose eleven straight games when when you have that team? I I, I don't understand it. Kyrie start playing again. <laughs> basically, kind of like well, that that was a concern that they that when we talked about it, is is like are they going to be in and out of rhythm? Like it's either going to be like they're going to have they're going to reverse home court advantage because on the road they have their their second best player or they're just going to be out of rhythm and then Durant got hurt. James Harden, Harden decided I don't want to be here. Yeah, James Harden, <laughs> but but in the most like annoying way, where basically he didn't demand his trade, but he told his boys to basically talk to Woj and other <laughs> insiders and shams, and just feel like I don't want to come out and say I want the trade because people will hate me. But can y'all do it for me? Yeah, basically. But like right now, if you look at the the playoffs, the only thing that would scare me is if the Nets continue to hang out in the bottom of the division and then they get paired up with the Bulls the first round, even though the, they could probably handle the Nets. Or they could stay down there and take care of the Heat. Yes, th- that would be the thing that I would like, is I, the Heat and the Nets just knock each other down a little bit. The Heat just will not give up. Like, Not that I don't understand it. I know they're a super good team, but golly, they're God. so good. You know what would be fucking insane if the nets get stuck in the play-in tournament and the nets when oh. ben simmons returns and they don't make the playoffs no. <laughs> don't put that evil on ben simmons it wouldn't even he be would. his fault but <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he would literally just be there and be like it's my first day and then i think he's coming back right after all-star break oh no no for probably sure. wrong for but. sure but if they can't get out of the play-in tournament and they somehow lose the play-in tournament oof that would be bad. I would, but it would yeah. be great for the Bulls because that would be a team that I wouldn't want. I would not want Ben Simmons, Durant, and Kyrie going against the Bulls. Okay, so with us knowing that we have like a month, maybe even like a month and a half of our injury future line or our injury lineup, how far do you see the Bulls dropping? Because it's it has felt rough at times, but it's very impressive that we're still number two in the East and number one in our division 
um, by one game on two teams. So I don't think they're going to drop too much. I still think the, the lowest I can see them is the fourth seed. Because their okay. schedule, if you look at it, it's not terrible to finish off the season. I okay, mean, because I'm looking at it, I mean, there's the Heat, the Bucks, Sixers, Cavs, Suns, Jazz, Bucks. Uh, yeah. It's we not come that out bad. of All Star break, and really, we get the Grizzlies and Heat. And oh, shit, actually, it, it's rough at first, kind of. Like, we get to warm up against the Kings and Hawks. Then we get Grizzlies heat. <laughs> we get then, the, another practice game against the Hawks, but then we get Bucks Sixers, and then it gets easy as fuck. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, there's there's little patches. Like, they're at least once a week they're playing against a good team, but there's enough there's enough bad here that they they can make it out. Yeah, really. As long as we, all right, yeah, that's like eight games. Yeah, eight games that we have to survive before our roster, and they're is bound bad. to get one or two. Also, yeah. even if they're they're difficult, because we don't know which which of those teams we could look, but some of those teams are going to be coming off back to backs. It might not be full energy against the Bulls, so yeah. there, there's a chance they'll be they'll be just fine. Like I expect to get revenge on the Bucks in Chicago. I expect to lose to the Heat in Miami. I don't know how the Grizzlies game is going to go. That'll be a really good game. Yeah, and the Sixers, I would like to whoop their ass just because last time we saw Harden, they whooped our ass in Brooklyn. And last time we saw the Sixers, they gave it to us as well. So, Well, right now might be the best time to go against the Sixers since they traded half their team. They're going to have chemistry issues for at least a little bit. A whole bunch of Korkmaz uh, <laughs> in that lineup. <laughs> oh, yeah. But uh, like, if you look at it, like the worst thing, if the Bulls drop down to the fourth or fifth seed and then they have to go against a... Because like, if they drop down to the fourth or fifth seed, that means the Bucks and Sixers have moved up. Mm-hmm. Which means they would go against which like isn't a, or, bad. which means they would go against like a Raptor Celtics. Yeah, not bad. And then we don't know what's going on with the Nets because the Nets can end up stuck I th- there. I'd say the worst place for us to be stuck is that first round with us being a fourth or fifth seed playing the Nets. Other than that, I feel if the Nets good. move up as well, because the Nets could just yeah. shoot up at any point because they're like they're an eleven game lose streak, but they realistically could still shoot up to like a. a a third or fourth seed. I feel yeah. like the as long as the we don't have to worry about the Bulls facing the Bucks or the Heat or the Sixers in the first round. It's a matter of if they can avoid the Nets in the first round. Yeah, I I don't want to see them in the first round. I'm I'm fine playing them later in the playoffs, but first round, especially with our team having been not a playoff team for so long, I'd rather us get a more comfortable game. Yeah, I would. I would want a Celtics, Raptors, Hornets. Like I, I love Zach Levine, but we still don't know if he's even capable of doing Zach Levine things in a playoff well, series. I mean, we don't need. Uh, I think I someone broke down the stats. The Bulls have only been healthy full staff for sixteen games this season. Golly! If you don't count Patrick Williams, if you count Patrick Williams, it's even less. It's like five. It's games. like five games. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, minus Patrick Williams, we've only seen this Bulls team in 16 games, and they're the number two seed, and they're 36 and 21. They're 50 games I'm, into the season. Honestly, we need to get this trending ASAP, like Billy Donovan, coach of the year. I think so, too. I think he, he's coach of the year, uh, for sure. It's no... Uh, the Cavs, maybe, can have an argument. I didn't... 
we're actually not playing that great on the road. We're 15 and 13. Granted, injuries and all that shit, but we're like the opposite. We're 21 and 8 at home. It's always which is always good to see. But yeah, and the Bulls are always been their home court advantage. Always feels different. We're the best home stadium in the league, baby. <laughs> uh, but let's uh, talk about the uh, the All Star games. Uh, yeah, just uh, Congra- to wrap it up. Congratulations to Zach Levine on your first All Star game. Congratulations on the money you're due due to contract incentives and all that shit. Because you're an All Star now, buddy. But. We'd like to have you here, if you'll stay. Um, congratulations to DeRozan. Fucking starter. Let's go. <laughs> um, unfortunately, Io, not Io, Vuzvic didn't make it. Um, I oh, think so he deserved Levine, more votes than he got, but, you know, whatever. Levine was an all-star last year, right, as well? But I like don't a, think he, so. Oh, like a walk-in, like someone was injured? Oh, uh, yeah, you're right. He was yeah. an all-star But this is the first time year. he was actually voted in. Yeah. For the most part, yeah. like, he was still picked by coaches, but he's not a injury pickup. He's an actual all star. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, what Schwick said. Congratulations to him in there, and of Get course, congratulations to the hometown. <laughs> yeah, right. Please don't, please don't <laughs> run our salary cap with that max oh, deal it is. It too is. hard. <laughs> hey, but that means they could trade ball for some draft picks, put Io in a starting lineup. There's ah, things to do. Ah, but talk. It about hurts. I know. I know. I love Io, and congratulations for. Making the rising star game. I think you deserve to be in the rookie of the year conversation for he, sure. I think he is now. But damn, now I'm really stuck on what you just said. Like I've in the back of my mind, I've known that it is very possible that Lonzo Ball won't be here forever. But I love Lonzo Ball, man. I'm I'm not ready to see that happen. <laughs> the question is, think is about it. What does Vooch's contract look like? Man, Vooch's contract to me look like he's tradable. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like that's where your ca- that's where your cap space is going to go, or where it's going to come from. Once Marco Samanovic's ready, maybe that's why they're coddling him, just hiding him in the background until Vucevic is yeah. moved along. But back to Io, I was so happy that he was able to make it. I was a little worried because they're doing something different with the 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 rookie sophomore game this year, and I was like, oh, this better not fuck up Io's chances. I forget exactly what format they're doing. It's like some weird round robin tournament or something yeah i don't understand it because i don't know how they even have enough time to do that they're, they're trying so hard to like make all-star game all-star week uh and i think zach levine he's in a three-point contest right yep third year in a row i hope he wins it finally because mm-hmm. i like him but I, I want to win a three i think the competition in the three-point competition is very favorable for him it's not like having he had like Steph in them and all the other ones, didn't he? I think so. Or Thompson? Did he have Clay in? I think his Clay first in one? that first one. Yeah. yeah. But okay. I, I'm I'm just happy I was able to make it. I do think I know you're you're concerned he's not going to be in the the rookie of the year discussion, but I think the NBA is willing. Uh, they're already they already put Cade Cunningham's name on the rookie of the year trophy, but at least I think I should pull some votes. Man, Cade's. He he's not even really. Uh, I guess Io has had a concussion, but Cade hasn't even really been fully healthy this year. And it's he'll have a two point game. He's as likely to have a two point game as he is to have a twenty point game. Yeah. Whereas Io is doing everything. Io balling. Well, well, that and and there's a lot of intangibles that Io brings to where mm-hmm. you know Cade could have a game where he doesn't contribute like many points or many assists. 
But then you'll have a game IO doesn't do that either, but then there's so many hustle plays. Just amazing things that IO can do. IO is impacting wins. Like he's showing like a high basketball IQ that I don't think people were expecting from like a second round pick. Nah, not even with me thinking that he was a first rounder. Because I'm pretty sure he won like best point guard in college last year. No, yeah, but, he, he 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 did, but it's it because he slipped in the second round. I don't think people were expecting much, and he's showing such a high level of like playmaker ability and just being able to see things defensively. Mm-hmm. Like it, it just it's just the hustle plays, but I think that's just because he got drafted into the best situation in the world. Yeah, you get Demar Derozan to be your your mentor, and then you get this play with Lonzo Ball, who's like one of the best defensive point guards and then you also have caruso who's also a really amazing defender he he so much like he he's been a sponge malcolm brockton in 2017 got rookie of the year even though he was the number 36 pick so mm-hmm. there is hope for Aya. oh you yeah, know there's definitely hope there's definitely hope but i i just worry that uh i feel like with the rookie of the year one a lot of the times like it's the, favoritism. It's favoritism, and then sometimes I feel like the people voting just they just look at stat lines and they're like, "Oh, Cade's <laughs> yeah. averaging 15, and he's a rookie." It's like, yeah, but like put into context, he's one of the only options in Detroit, and he gets way more time to do stuff than Io does. Mm-hmm. Io had a fight for his position because he wasn't being used that often at the beginning of the season, and then he fought his way into being like, "Okay, he is our sixth man." Or sixth, seventh man, or right now yeah. he's a, he's our starter. <laughs> like Io has been so good that I'm even open to not having Alex Caruso here. Like if, if wherever you need to find a space to make sure Io is continuing to get playing time, even if that's Lonzo, it just makes sense to make sure Io is getting playing time moving forward. But it, it hurts me to say that because mm-hmm. I love those dudes. I love Caruso and and Ball. Well, I don't think we have to worry about like Ball will finish his contract with the Bulls, but like I don't see the Bulls needing to re-sign Lonzo in three, four years or whatever his contract's up because they have Io. Sure. And if you're an NBA team, you would you would be like stupid to be like, oh, we have this really young point guard who's really good versus like an older point guard, especially yeah, with sure. the salary cap difference. Like they would, you'd be like, okay. Let's go with the young guy who's been learning from all these amazing players we put around him. Man, he's got so many. Man, I'm really proud of the the team. I know I'm I've complained a bit about the trade deadline and the draft picks that we gave up for Vucevic. But I really like the composition of our team. We yeah. are just we're built for now and the future. But it just creates so many hard decisions. But shit, I'm not the decision maker, so this is not my problem. Yeah, I, I, they, I think they're just one piece away. Uh, we'll just talk about it briefly. The names that are floating around for buyouts are Dragic, Millsap, Thaddeus Young, Thaddeus yeah. Young uh, and Robin Lopez. Which I would love to see Robin Lopez come back. Yeah, oh, and then uh, Tristan Thompson uh, is also... I'm, I don't uh, want Tristan I don't Tom. either. I don't want the drama that comes with that shit. <laughs> um at all maybe <laughs> we counter devin booker's jenner with a kardashian 
Yeah, I. Oh god, doesn't Paul have a history with him too? Like, no, right? No. Oh uh, yeah, I think I think he did date her or one of them. Yeah, we don't or, need. We I don't, don't know. We don't need that shit in here. So bring <laughs> Robin Lopez uh, to the Bulls because that would be perfect. Uh, Robin, yeah, Robin and Thaddeus. If we could get both of them, honestly. Yeah, and, and honestly, okay like, that. if they have to cut, like, I, if they have to cut Tony Bradley for for Lopez uh, or Thaddeus Young, I'm fine with it. It'd be so sad, but yeah, Tony would have to go because I would rather have Robin. Yeah, than Tony. and then if you're gonna cut Thomas for Dragic, I would be fine with that as well. <laughs> I don't know how I feel you just about want the... Matt Thomas gone. So yeah, bad. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about the Schroeder rumors. Uh, though I think they I shot those down. But if you're talking about upgrading Thomas to Schroeder, I'm like, okay, that sure. Uh, if but I would feel like that's such. A significant improvement that you don't need to upgrade Thomas to Schroeder. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But like that, like I don't know how he would fit in a team. But if you're talking about him just taking Thomas minutes, I'm like, okay, cool. It's like we want Thomas to be that dude from the um, from the Heat. What's his name? Max Struss. We want him to be Struss so bad he just comes in and shoots. <laughs> I I know I hate on Thomas a lot. I would be fine with Thomas if this team didn't have a chance at a championship. If this was the Bulls from two, three years ago, I'd be like, yeah, hell yeah, put that guy on the floor. But this team can win, and I'm just like, don't do it. Yeah, that's fair. He definitely is not a needed piece on the squad. Yeah, and I'm sorry <sighs> if uh, we. I feel like someone from the Bulls is listening because they 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 fixed the Bull Shop website. <laughs> it's um, no hate, no hate at all. Okay, so. Uh, though they uh, they got rid of uh, the jerseys that we were talking about, <laughs> uh, yeah, Makoka. In exchange, in exchange for Makoka, we get Io, which yeah. is you know that's so, dope. So thank but... you, Bullshop.com, <laughs> <laughs> for, for making the right choice. The dead link for Lowry jerseys is still there. But at least Makoka. But but they get, they happened before I bought it. I was like waiting to to pick that up, and yeah. now I can't. Now I'm gonna have to go off eBay. At least Lowry's in the in the NBA and was one of our future building blocks. Mm-hmm. Makoka was just a, a G League player and is now on like in the French league or something. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. But, but but so uh, but if we can also you know get some more jerseys on this website, so I don't have to go to the stadium to pick up a jersey. That'd be nice. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> But, like I appreciate all the renovations they made to that little atrium over there, but nobody's really trying to go all the way to Madison and Damon just for a jersey. Fuck no, fuck no. <laughs> just for a jersey, no. If you're if you're going all the way there, you're you're there to sit in the game. But yeah, exactly. You're not gonna like fucking pay for parking just to go get a jersey. No way, no way. And it is. It's all like permit parking over there, or you gotta pay. Mm-hmm. Not cool. Uh, not cool. All right. Yeah, uh, but we've tangented it to parking around the United Center, so I think maybe this is the wrap of this episode. Yeah, I think so. I think so. All right. Well, um, huh. We'll have to play it by ear because now we've got this stretch where they're going to have All Star break. Um, but I think we should be back probably early or mid March to discuss the returning, the potential returning players, and where the Bulls are at that time. Yeah, I, I think that sounds like the plan. So we'll probably be two, three weeks, unless the Bulls sign someone uh, from the buyouts that like get us really excited. 
Um, <laughs> Brooklyn just gets pissed immediately and buys out Ben Simmons, and there's our chance. Oh God, you, you, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> no, you, we're we're just gonna wake up and it'll be like the Lakers have waived Russell Westbrook, and then you're gonna be like, sign him. No, no, please, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> I love Russ, but I don't want him on our team. That's that's you know when the Bulls give up is when they're like we have the Bulls have traded in the off season, Lonzo Ball, Ild, <laughs> all our point guards, yeah. every single one of them for Russell Westbrook. Alrighty, so on that note, I forgot we have Devin Dotson, but anyways, on that note. <laughs> Um, Thank you guys for listening, and we will see you guys after the break.